This is COVID-19 Seattle. I'm Dave Ross. And I'm Aaron Granillo. The CDC is asking governors to be prepared to distribute a coronavirus vaccine by November 1st. Studies show many Americans are concerned that the process is being rushed. But Health and Human Services Secretary Alex Azar tells CBS This Morning... Any vaccine that is approved by the FDA will be safe. President Trump has made it clear, and I've made it clear, these decisions will be driven by by, by the standards of science and evidence and FDA's gold standards. Others point out that November 1st just happens to be two days before Election Day. Azar says this has nothing to do with politics. I think it's very irresponsible how people are trying to politicize notions of delivering a vaccine to the American people. We already have a significant challenge in this country with vaccine hesitancy. Washington's Health Secretary John Weissman is weighing in on this, and he acknowledges that the political landscape is leading to a lack of trust in public health. The need to discuss the concern that the confluence of uh, politics and vaccine planning erodes the public's trust is unfortunate. But we stand here as a State Department of Health uh, prepared to stick by uh, what we believe as being important um, uh, issues and assuring safety and the effectiveness of these vaccines. So I think it is fair to say that having a vaccine ready before Election Day probably is advantageous and beneficial for the president's reelection chances, but also we've been saying all along that we should trust the science and, and trust the research. So let's put politics aside here and say, if the FDA gives us the green light, if public health doctors around the country say it's safe to use, why not just trust them and and, and go for it? I agree. Yeah. And uh, by the time it gets to us, presumably it has been tested. Um, you, the widespread phase three testing is, what, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. And if there were any serious side effects, they would have emerged. And that's the thing you want to make sure that it doesn't do uh, any harm. I think the main problem, Aaron, is going to be one of logistics, because once that vaccine is announced and released, you're going to have 300 million people trying to get it all at once. So they had better arrange for it to be at every pharmacy, at every doctor's office, at uh, maybe at fire stations. I mean, I think you're going to have to launch a pretty big operation to satisfy the demand. People want to get out again. They want to work again. Yeah. I saw this interesting interview with uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who we haven't heard from uh, in a while. Well, he had throat surgery. Uh, That is true. That's a good point. Yeah. So that's probably why he didn't interview in print with Kaiser Health News. But anyways, uh, he said that the clinical trials for the vaccine could actually be stopped early. So those phase three trials could be stopped if they show positive results and show that it is safe and effective. And he also said that he is not concerned about political pressure influencing this race to develop a vaccine. Yeah, I believe him. I mean, he's, look look at how long he's been there. And uh, he's got his reputation, and he doesn't seem to me like the kind of guy who's going to allow someone else to, to uh, put words in his mouth. Governor Jay Inslee has extended 26 state proclamations related to the virus through October 1st couple of highlights, waiving some licensing requirements for child care providers to make child care more available for families right now. Some requirements to renew your driver's license have also been suspended. And this is all under the governor's emergency powers, but the extensions were also approved by the state legislature. It's a mostly, shall we say, perfunctory update, but interesting that a month out is our new deadline, so to speak. So October is when the Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation last reported that Washington State could need stricter stay-at-home orders 
and business closures to combat the virus. Some ways to delay this, according to the Institute, would be to keep more than 50% of schools in the state online only and to get up to a mask rate of 95%. Nice weather plus a holiday weekend equals major concerns for Washington's health department. We've seen in other holidays, whether that's Memorial Day or July 4th, um, uh, folks sort of forgetting about these important rules. This is State Health Secretary John Weisman. We just want to remind everyone that you can pass along COVID uh, a number of days before you actually might develop symptoms. So you might feel absolutely fine, but you can still uh, transmit uh, the infection if you have it. And uh, we know that in social settings, in our personal lives, is where a lot of this is occurring. He says if you do plan on throwing a barbecue or a party, the best advice is to gather outside and keep it small. And according to White House Coronavirus Task Member Dr. Deborah Burks, mask up. Please wear your mask. When I say socially distanced, it means at all times, including with family members that you may not have seen for a few weeks including with the neighbors down the street. And on that note, Dr. Jeff Duchin, health officer for King County, says roughly a third of all new coronavirus cases in the county right now are coming from people under 30. Also concerning, half of the people who were infected in July and August told contact tracers that they'd been at a social event. And Dr. Duchin thinks that the number is probably even higher since people are reluctant to tell on themselves. Those social gatherings, Duchin says, are not just the obviously unwise indoor events. People who were contagious, hopefully unwittingly, have reported attending outdoor barbecues, weddings, and birthday parties. Also included camping and family vacations. So even if you're outside, be cautious. Dave, you've, you've talked about how you do gather outside sometimes, but you keep your distance and you, and you mask yes. up, right? Yes, mask up and uh, we're separated. Here's the thing to keep in mind. We know that these viruses are about the size of the particles that carry odors, right? Mm-hmm. So if you can smell it, that means the virus could get through too. And it is a good, a good way of deciding whether your, your mask is really adequate. So uh, depending on whether – if people are just uh, like, like sneezing, they create droplets. The droplets fall to the ground faster. But if we're talking about talking – or singing, those are when the really tiny particles get out there that can be carried uh, on the wind. So uh, if it's a windy day and there's a lot of air circulation, then that dilutes things. But if it's a calm day and you're talking in close quarters with people, even with the mask on, that elevates the chances of actually getting uh, an infection. So that's that's what I try to do, Aaron. It may be a, a little um, uh, crazy, but I just envision those tests they do with the lasers and the and the droplets, you know, in the dark where you see that little uh, the smoke clouds coming out of people's mouths. I now visualize these virus clouds coming out of people's mouths and try to gauge how far is that thing going to float and will my little cloth mask stop it? So it may be that I say, uh, I'm going to go over there for a moment and I'll be back to finish this conversation later. I mean, there are all sorts of polite ways I think you can disengage if you think someone's getting too close, don't you think?
We will be back tomorrow and every day after with a 10-minute rundown of the daily local news. You can subscribe to this podcast. You can also find our news coverage on MyNorthwest.com or listen live at 97.3 FM.